Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Our Context. This is Big Time Bex, aka the Rabbit Raccoon, aka the favorite. What can I say? It's what happens. So, there are a couple things that we need to point out before I introduce who is joining me this evening. Number one, Ashley cannot join us this evening. She is having morning sickness. Well, I guess evening sickness at this point. You know, it's what happens when her and her husband just breed like jackrabbits. I think this is what, her 10th kid now that she's having? And as another bonus, just for Ashley, I just want to say you're not here. We don't have our cameras on. We are hidden. It is fantastic. And the one who doesn't I can't help but realize he's enjoying this information a little bit too much. Is the one, the only, the star of the show, the one who brought us all together in the first place, the one, the only, Walker AC, a.k.a. Adrian. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to the Out of Context podcast. It is a joy to be back. Um, an official show for the year 2024. How are you? I'm doing very well. Um, yeah, I'm hoping that this one's a little bit more lighthearted than the last one that we had. Um, last one, I definitely got a little bit of my feels there, so <laughs> let's avoid that one. <laughs> and who better to keep us out of our feels and just keep us laughing than the one, the only, the thickest dump truck you will ever find, Dakota. Hi. Hello, everyone. How are we? I'm doing very well. How are you, Dakota? I, I, I resisted the urge very hard to not start singing. We are familiar faces. When you said you were in your skills. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, the last podcast, I don't know if you heard it, Dakota. Definitely got a little bit of my feels. Um, Adrian and I, we had talked about New Year's resolutions, and you weren't here for that. So I need to ask you, do you have any resolutions that you have for this year? Anything that you want to work on that you want to prove, whether it's work, personal, emotional, spiritual, whatever? I feel I'm emotionally and spiritually where I need to be. However, physically, as, as you previously stated, my massive dump truck, I fear, will one day be my downfall. Um, so I will be going to the gym significantly more in the year of 2024. Ooh, that seems to be a very common thing that people do during the start of the new year. Like, I want to quit nicotine, cold turkey. Tonight is the last night. If I'm not on this podcast again, it is because I am in jail or murdered by my wife. I either lost my job, got murdered, you know, let my mouth get away from me, that kind of thing. And I know Adrian had mentioned about wanting to go to the gym himself. Yes, um, I have a Peloton bike in my home, in my castle. So I've been using that twice a day and get myself in shape so I can find my multiple abs that allegedly I have. Um, I think they're still covered up there somewhere. I probably think they're still on my ass somewhere. I swear, and I, I think I hear my ass chewing at night. I'm, I'm not too sure. Um, but speaking of a uh, dump truck, uh, Dakota, I mean, you sexy, sexy man, you, um, I, have I, faith, I have faith, you know, that you'll uh, achieve those goals of, of, of losing weight and whatnot. Um, now, speaking of losing weight, I kind of cheated a little bit uh, on my diet. So, uh, yeah, Becky, interesting little anecdote. I went on Grubhub, which I need to quit that because it's evil. And, uh, yeah, it's the epitome of, of uh, lazy human beings, but I digress. I ordered... Isn't that like DoorDash? Yes, it is. It's the basic Walmart oh. version of uh, DoorDash. Dear Lord, Adrian, we just talked about that, too. Yep. So, I was with my doggo, and I figured I was too tired to cook, so I might as well just give this Grubhub just, just one more shot. I spent X amount of dollars on five guys... You know, did uh, had it shipped here quickly, went outside, grabbed my food, came uh, back in my kitchen, and guess what? The whole bag of Five Guys smells like Cheech and Trong's dirty underwear. It smells like pot. It smells like a bong. It smells like a Cypress Hill uh, concert. Look it up, millennials. And yeah, it just reeked of sticky, icky, nasty pot. Burgers smell like pot. Fries smell like pot. 
And for whatever reason, I was more hungry after eating. This is the weirdest thing. So, uh, yeah. Thank you to the guy who brought me my food. And you just smoked all over it. So, great. Now, you know, now I'm officially a pothead. So, thank you. Honestly, I kind of I get that. Because I had downstairs neighbors. Nightmare neighbors from hell. Oh, I could do a full episode on them. And... There was a couple times when I went to work and people asked me if I smoked weed because I reeked of it. And that's from them smoking downstairs from me. It's not fun. And once again, people, I'm not harping on anyone who chooses to do it. No, it's just I don't want it in my food. I didn't ask for it. I didn't want that as extra side. <clears throat> I just wanted my burgers. My burgers and my Cajun fries, which were way too hot. And, uh, yeah, I uh, gave one to the doggo, and it definitely showed up in his bowels because he wasn't happy at all. But So, Dakota, I cheated on my workout, so I think I need to work a little bit harder, uh, you know, tomorrow morning. Well, wait, I, I, I'm not even dieting. I'm just working on portion control and just trying to do more, more cardio because that's, that's my biggest downfall is going up my stairs and becoming freaking winded. I do gotta say though, when you mentioned that your dump truck's gonna be your downfall, all I could think of was Baby Got Back. Baby Got Back. Dun, 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 dun. Now, that'll be entertaining if uh, Dakota started twerking uh, on the podcast here, but unfortunately, <laughs> nobody can see that, so that would just that would just be horrible. Now, that would be a personal entertainment thing for him and Thick Bumpkiss. Yes. Yes, indeed. So, um, as you know, before we get too far into the weeds here, talking about Dakota's sexy, sexy posterior, uh, what topics did we have to go on today? So, I want to ask you guys, if you were in a position where you had no idea what the product was, what would you think food-grade lube is for? Hmm. Somebody likes hot dogs a little too much. <laughs> Adrian. Just give me that name one more time. Food grade lube. To me, it would be a substitute for people who cannot produce saliva. Eat food, <laughs> it lubes your throat and goes right on down. Sorry, yes, mom. What? Sorry, my perversion came out. I'm sorry. It, it really did there. But yeah, that's kind of what I thought in like having to tell my associates, do not use this product. And I'm trying to avoid saying the word because it just sounds so wrong to me. I'm like, God, something that a horny teenager would be like, oh, I'm going to use this and put it on a cucumber because it's apparently food grade rated. It's for vegetarians. And, yeah, it's for vegetarians, definitely. Um, the vegans, specifically. I'm sorry, but I don't like vegans. Every vegan I've ever met has made it a point to tell you that they're vegan and tell you that if you like me, you're an animal killer. I keep my preferences to myself. You keep yours to yourself. I believe that diet should be treated just like politics and sexuality. You don't talk about it at work and you don't bring it up at family dinner. So does that mean um, I shouldn't message Dakota that lewd message about the lube thing again? I should just let that go. Okay, sorry. <laughs> but no, food grade lube is actually a product that is used for shining metal surfaces that have a rough texture. And this is, let me just tell you what, if you ever go into Walmart, you go to the electronics section, you see where all the displays are. I'm going to just say, let your mind go where it will, but I've learned I am 100% lesbian for a reason. Being on my knees for way too long hurt, and I'm down there. I'm scrubbing these legs. I'm scrubbing the sides of these things, trying to make them clean. I'm just like, this is not how I thought I would start the new year. I'm not going to say anything, so I'll just move it to Dakota. <laughs> Wait. I'm supposed to talk more about food-grade lube? 
Well, I left a lot of innuendos. The fact that you're not smashing through it like a Kool-Aid man, I'm very surprised. Now, I think she just called you well, fat by calling you the Kool-Aid man, Dakota. Are you really going to let her get away with that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think what he'll do is send his girlfriend after me, and if I'm not her from again, it's because she killed me. I love you, Chloe. Don't hurt me. <laughs> so I actually have uh, one for I have actually have one for the group. Now I haven't really done too much research, but of course in any grocery store you're just waiting in line for your turn. You're flipping through the magazines or looking at the newspapers, taking a glance at them while you wait your turn. I saw this thing called Butte Paste, spelled Butte Paste. Yes, B U T T Paste. At first, you know, I giggled like a little kid who's seeing his boobie for the first time, but I giggled and it was butte paste. Now, Dakota, are you familiar with that? Uh, uh, isn't it like Bart's, Bart's butte paste? Not necessarily. Um, I will hand it on over to Becky, so I'll have her, uh, give a shot at it. No idea what it's for, but... Just hearing the spelling, my dyslexic brain went butt paste? Why does somebody need butt paste? Shouldn't that be in the pharmacy area with hemorrhoid cream where you don't talk about it? <laughs> Actually, Preparation sh age. shockingly enough, it is Boudreaux's Butte Paste. And it's actually a diaper cream for babies for their rash. So I wasn't too far off for it being used for the butt. Wow. Go me. <laughs> hmm. On the knees, butts. Okay, maybe I should change the subject for something else. You know, just, uh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. I'm kind of enjoying the sexual innuendos going on here. Too bad Ashley's not here to enjoy it. She's All right, probably... guys. We got to stop jerking around. We have a show, to, a show to do. Stop pulling each other's putt and focus. Don't let her jerk you around. So, Dakota, what do you have? And he's quiet again. I, I think you scared him off, Becky, finally. I think I did. And oh, I'm not man. even foaming at the mouth either. I just kind of <sighs> smiled. I was laughing so hard my mic cut out. Wow, look at that. Yep. Um, uh-huh. I'm, I'm at a blank. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't have anything in relation to product names. <laughs> Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, I just want to point out that at 8.22 Eastern Time, Dakota, on January 3rd, 2024, was speechless for the first time. I, 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 well, it, I was not given time to prepare. I'm like Batman. If I have enough time to prepare, I can do it. Hmm. Gotcha. And, and that is why you are not the Flash. Then again... <laughs> I stumbled into a very bad part of Reddit. Oh, and I'm just looking at some weird stuff. Ooh. Uh-oh. This is the kind of thing that we like. What okay. did you stumble upon? Um, just weird products. Just weird freaking products. We got oh, Wendy's Meat Soda. Meat Soda? Meat Soda. Um, I'm, I'm just gonna, um... Well, gentlemen, if you're ever looking for another job, <laughs> you can help Wendy's make their meat soda. Uh, then we've got we've got Mountain Dew Moon Pies, uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken Listerine Original Recipe. That sounds just as appealing as Ranch Starburst I've seen. This is why other countries hate us, because we have too much of just everything, and now we're mashing them together. Um... Now, for those of you who... But some of these things aren't even made by the United States. Some of this stuff's made by other countries. <laughs> That's even more scary. Because if you go to... Uh, well, for our fellow Floridians, if you go to Daytona Beach, there's a place called the Boardwalk. And there's a candy shop inside the Boardwalk. And it's your basic the Willy... Excuse me? <laughs> oh. It's the candy shop. Okay, okay <laughs> yep. We know where Becky's going. Uh <laughs> It's, uh, it's uh, a Willy Wonka-ish type of a candy store, and they have a cooler full of sodas. So, like, say, for example, what Dakota was mentioning with, with the sodas. Uh, there's a bacon-flavored soda. There 
is a meat soda. You're right about that. Um, there is a mustard soda, a ketchup soda, and these are actual sodas. Thank God I don't drink them, and I'm going to stop saying soda. Um, and there's so many different varieties of candies that are just bizarre. I mean, you have your typical bacon chocolate, and then you have chicken-flavored chocolate. It's the, the weirdest thing that you know they come up with. I wonder if I took all the the accoutrements for the hamburger, if it would taste like Whataburger. Maybe. But I'm Sigod. So, Adrian, you mentioned it being like Willy Wonka. That made me think about the movie. This is the perks of having ADHD. My brain can take one little thing and go to a completely different conversation. How do you feel about the fact that Willy Wonka is theorized to be a serial killer? Do we agree with it? Do we disagree with it? I, I agree with it to an extent. Now, forgive me, people. I'm going to mess this up a little bit. Um, in the early 2000s, um, there was, you know, your basic parody movies. And they came out with, I'm, I'm going to mess it up totally. I forget the name. I'll look it up here in a bit. Don't want to drag the, the, the show down. So they did a parody of, of, of Willy Wonka, one of the scenes. And pretty much it fed into the whole, he was a serial killer because he would want to kill children. And he wanted to just kill everyone around him to make his make his flavors. Just like SpongeBob, for example, the Krusty Krab. You know about that theory, correct? Isn't it theorized that the Krusty Krab had... Uh, oh, I don't know. It was like some kind of fish food that all these fish were like, oh, I want this. Well, um, I'll, I'll bounce back to Willy Wonka here in a second. So the theory with the Krusty Krab is the secret ingredient are the crabs because you don't see any crabs anywhere in Spongebob in, in the whole universe. All you see is just like the fish. and But you see zero crabs except for one Mr. Crab. So that was a secret ingredient. And speaking of crabs, I think somebody popped into the stream here. And I guess I shouldn't say crab. I say Spongebob-ish. So somebody popped into the stream. So hopefully uh, our mystery guest will say hi. If not, we'll just continue on. Well, I know our mystery guest mentioned that they don't have a voice, but that's never mind. We're not gonna go there. Well, I mean, oh, if she, I mean, if she can, I mean, if she can clomp her hooves a couple of times, you know, to, you know, to, to you know, let everybody know um, that they're here. I mean, that would be great—a grunt or something. Look, your chicken strips. There we go. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. So. Apparently, I was wrong when I did the original intro. Ashley is well enough just to jump in, say, fuck your chicken strips. Her voice is still hoarse, but that's what happens when you have morning sickness and you're on your 10th kid. It just, it's unfortunately something that's going to happen. You're going to get a hoarse voice. Now we're going to let her rest her voice and let her just enjoy listening to us as we talk about Willy Wonka, because I want to go back to the subject. <laughs> yes, yes, we will. Yes, um, he is a serial killer. Um, that's why he invited all the kids in, because he had some trauma in his life, so this is his repayment. So yes, I do think he is a serial killer. Dakota? Were you discussing epic movie? Was that what you were talking about? Yes, thank you. Yes. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, I do is are we going is this is can we add in our own theories about movies and TV as well or oh. are we specifically talking of Willy Wonka oh yeah after we get done with Willy Wonka because okay. I want to talk about Willy Wonka damn it <laughs> um I I believe I believe that the the original one from the what was it the 80s the 70s or the 80s with Gene Wilder the only one that actually matters, yes. Yes, I believe that one, he was a serial killer. The one with Johnny Depp, not so much because we do see the children exit the factory, but for the original one with Gene Wilder, we never see those kids again. The reason why I can agree with it is because we never see the kids again, and the fact that Charlie gave the candy back, and that's what made Willy Wonka go, I, you can take over to me that's like okay I know you're not going to narc on me I'm going to teach you everything I know 
or I'm going to place all the blame on you so I don't have to deal with any legal trouble. No, I feel like he needed a predecessor who's kind of getting up there in age. So, like, kind of like, you know, some serial killers will take somebody in, kind of like with Saw, the Saw movies, where he's like, I'm going to teach you, I'm going to train you, and all that. And to me, that's pretty interesting. Like, taking a small child, those are going to be the most multiple ones. Like, he can, I'm going to use the trigger word, he can groom them into his image. Actually, I kind of like that theory. Interesting. If you look back at a whole bunch of the 70s and 80s movies, yeah, there's some definitely some underlining stuff in there. Um, and as far as Louis Wonka goes, yeah, I, I, I really think so. Um, and oddly enough, and of course people don't yell at me, Ashley, don't grunt at me, I have never seen the original Willy Wonka all the way through. Bits and pieces, but never the whole thing. So I think I may have to watch that after uh, you know, we do our show. Hmm. The last time I watched it from start to end, I was definitely a small child, but now it's just been like clips and stuff. And what do you think about the fact that Willy Wonka is also considered to be somebody who enslaved the Oompa Loompas? Like he went there and took over them. It was like, I now you're my slave, you're going to work for me. You're going to help me create everything that's going to kill these kids. Well, back then, I guess we didn't look too deeply into it because the movie was just for the sake of entertainment. And now looking at it through 2024 eyes, I can say that now, we just take apart every little thing. So, yeah, looking back at it, I, I, I could definitely see that. Uh, Dakota, what do you think? Like you were saying, Adrian, um, looking at it through a modern scope um, and tearing it apart, he definitely has a lot of telltale characteristics of being a serial killer, as well as taking an entire group of indigenous people and wrapping them into indentured servitude. So, so yeah. <laughs> I think it's really weird that, like, a lot of these movies back then... Like, we, if you watch them now, it's kind of like um, Baby is Cold Outside, that song. You have to literally sometimes know about the culture back then to understand that it was acceptable and the references with it. Well, yeah, and before I ask my next question, I have, I'm, I'm a little bit confused on something. And I've been thinking about this for a while now, so Dakota brought it up. Baby is cold outside. What's the controversy with that? I, I never understood that. Okay, okay, can I unpack this, please? Hold up, hold up, hold up. Damn it. Adrian, what, how would you feel, say you had a daughter, and she's staying at a friend's house, a male friend in particular and they're saying I should probably get going and they're giving her every reason to stay and she's clearly saying I don't want to stay hmm okay now I see your point but and of course let's I let Dakota now unpack this entire thing because I just had to give the modern day explanation or why people don't like it. And of course, after you, Dakota, I do have a rebuttal to that, but please go ahead. I, I'm, I'm curious. Okay, give me just a second. Oh, God, he's going to pull up the Tumblr post, I think. No, I'm going to just pull up the lyrics. I'm just pulling up the lyrics. Because, okay, I really can't stay. Baby, it's cold outside. I've got to go away. Baby, it's cold outside. Oh, he's singing for us, too. This is why he's twerking, also. You. Sweet. I'll hold your hands, they're just like ice. So we're 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 getting into some treacherous territory just in the first fucking verse of the song, okay? She's clearly stating that she doesn't can't be there, and then, you know, grabs her hands. I'll hold your hand or gestures to hold her hands. And if you actually watch the actual video, he does. Leans in and grabs her hands. My mother will start to worry. Beautiful, what's your hurry? Ah, throwing on the sauce. It's getting, it's getting real, real deep into it. 
fireplace four. So I really better scurry. And it's just over and over again throughout the entire song. So this is where a lot of confusion comes into play now. Because back then, women had to pretty much do the playful, no, I don't want, I don't want to. And the gentleman was supposed to go and give all these other explanations. It was kind of the entire playing hard and get hard because these women had to be pure and innocent and all this other fun stuff. And men were supposed to be like, if they were really into the woman and the woman was really into them, they had to play hard to get. And then you come into today's society and that is not okay. Woman says no, yes, no. But there's some people out there who are like, yeah, I want to play hard to get, but at the same time, it's confusing for the guys because they're like, you said no, I had to respect your boundaries. And then the woman's going, why did you stop pursuing me? Because uh, we call it, we call those types, as Mama Walker would say, hoolers. Anyhow, go, go ahead, Dakota, finish. <laughs> the last line. Becky, have you ever heard the very last line of the fucking song? I believe so, but read it for everybody listening. Okay, fine. Just another drink. That was the girl. And then he says that took a lot of convincing. But back then, when they were drinking that stuff, they'd be like, how much alcohol did you put in this? There was nothing in their drinks. They were 100% sober. So the song is... unpack what you just said. Hold up a second. Yeah, it's just because of... It's the culture of when the song was written. It was written, what, the... 50s? Hold on, let me get back into this. What is this shit? Come on, you're supposed to be my fact checker. Let's get on it. I'm fact checking. Yeah, apparently very slowly because of that dump truck of yours. Uh... <laughs> Come on, uh, quick like a bunny, not slow like a turtle. So as you are doing your fact checking, yeah, I mean, is... a particular song like that, of course, this generation will kind of tear it apart and want to quote-unquote cancel it. But if you're going to cancel a song like that, then you have to cancel most love songs. Because most love songs in that particular range, or even in the 80s and 90s, or even some of them today, are all about begging women to come inside, begging women to stay, begging women to, to, you know, to love you, and stuff like that. So if you take that song apart, you should take out most of them. Because I can list, because I can list a ton of ton of quote unquote romance songs that are just trying that are just trying to lure the woman into their house. Nineteen forty four. Nineteen forty four. So pretty close to the fifties. So you had to look at the culture back then. Of course. And for me, baby, it's cold outside. I like the song because I know what the culture was like back then but it's kind of like a lot of the old classics like if you look at dante's inferno or oh there's a few of them like the shakespeare's and stuff you have to know what the words and what the culture wrote like back then it's kind of like somebody taking abomination from the bible and using today's context it's not the same as back then abomination back then was doing something against one's nature one shall not fly with a man as they would a woman means that they should not lie with a man if it's against their nature just as a man should not lie with a woman if it's against his nature well, i mean that's the abomination now is just it's wrong it shouldn't exist it's blasphemy it's something that should never be around well i mean if that's the case um, i would wish uh dakota you stand in my dms um, I'm not ready for a relationship yet, so uh, it's, uh, it's an abomination, so if you please stop. Um, but <laughs> it's cold outside. <laughs> <laughs> see, I see what you did his, there. His mother might worry, though. <laughs> Maybe it's cold outside. But, I mean, speaking of a song like that, I can just, uh, just touch on one other song, then we'll, then we'll move on. Like, say, for example, uh, this, the, the group Salt and Pepper, they sung the song Push It. You know? Oh, my God. You know, Push that's it. about her, them wanting to have sex Push with a guy. It. Push it good. Or, 
uh, or TLC, Ain't Too Proud to Beg. They want to have sex with a guy, you know, stuff like that. So, oh, know. do you know what one? Do you know what one is really fucking bad though, and actually is is exactly what it means? What fucking blurred lines? Never heard of the Please song. Please tell me you know about blurred lines. No, for the, no, for the audience. For our listeners, oh just my in case God. they've got no idea. Not saying that I don't have an idea of what song it is because you totally didn't include the artist's name either. So, like Robin Thick. Robin. <laughs> Robin Thick. Oh boy, we Robin Thick here. <laughs> we got the Thick Boy. <laughs> um, Dakota, you might wanna. Stay inside, they're gonna rob you. <laughs> okay, okay, you listen here. You listen here. This is this is more rapey. This is more rapey than in baby it's cold outside. Alright. Okay, so uh, explain it, it for our listeners no, while no, no. I'm giggling Hell hysterically. No. Hell no, I'm gonna put these lyrics in general chat and you oh, no, 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 no. with me. Oh god. Well, I mean, no, this is your too long. well, I mean, Dakota, I mean, Dakota, to, to be fair, to, uh, to, be fair. to our audience, if they've never heard of the song, which I haven't either, just give us a, uh, just give us a synopsis about what the song's about. Okay. Okay. If you can't hear what I'm trying to, trying say, to say, hey, girl, come here. If you can't read from the same page hey maybe i'm going deaf hey 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 maybe i'm going blind there's a lot of haze maybe i'm out of my mind okay now he was close tried to domesticate you but you're an animal babies in your nature meow (laughs) just let me liberate you you don't have you don't need no takers that man is not your maker and this is why i'm gonna take a good girl everybody get up Oh, I know you want it. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Can't let it get past me. You're far from plastic. Oh, that's blasted. I hate these blurred lines. I know you want it. Yeah, yeah. I know you want it. Cool. I know you want it. I know you, you want me. me. Must want to get nasty. Shake your rump. Get down. Get up. <laughs> Do it like it hurt. <laughs> Why don't you like work? Oh my. God, baby, can you breathe? I got this from Jamaica. It's always works for me. Dakota, d- d- <laughs> Dakota, your name's in it. <laughs> Where? Is it from Dakota to Decatur? Yeah. <laughs> no. Forgot about that part. Shit. And now for a this. now for a small commercial yes. break. Are you, are you sick and tired of listening to audiobooks that does not have the same pizzazz and oomph as most audiobooks do? Fear not. Please subscribe to the Becky Rabbit Raccoon's audiobook reading. Have her read lyrics to you of songs in that nice, wonderful, passionate voice that she has. For $9.95, please give a ring to Becky. She will gladly read any song lyrics to you in that wonderful, sultry voice of hers. Now back to our original scheduled program of the Out of Context Podcast. <laughs> If I actually get people to Venmo me, <laughs> I will gladly do it. <laughs> well, and of course, there's one more. Um, an old rock and roll song. Um, God, that sounds so old. Um, that song, She's Only 17. That's the song I was thinking of. Mm-hmm, yeah, she's like, only... That guy is a legit fucking pedophile. And the fact oh. that, like he, like, he is literally, it's proven that he's a pedophile. And I'm like, oh my God. Allegedly. Culture not gotten to him. Allegedly. Allegedly. I have another one, actually. Speaking of people attacking or um, going after underage people, um, you know the plain white tees? Yeah. You know, hey there, Delilah? No. Delilah was like 16 when he wrote that song. How old was he? He was in his like mid 20s. Oh my god. Ah! Oh. Oh my god. I never liked the song to begin with, and one of my exes dedicated that song to me, and I was like, I don't like this song. And now I really don't like it. Speaking of speaking of songs that are uh that have questionable meaning, um 
How many of you in your uh, younger or formative years went to a school dance and saw a bunch of young, impressionable couples dancing to the song Lips of an Angel by Hinder? Oh my god. The fact that people were dancing to that, I'm like, you know it's because the guy's cheating. <laughs> it's a song about infidelity, and you guys made it your song. No wonder it never lasts in high school. Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyone who is Gen Z or Gen Alpha, if you... <laughs> if I have never you... that song. If anyone is wondering what just happened, Ashley is not voicing in the chat, but she is typing to us, and she told us not to slander the song. I'm not slandering the song. I love the song. I think it's beautiful, but at the same time, dedicate this to your significant other. Your significant other has full right to assume you're cheating. Just I, saying. I do have a question for the group. Now, talking about songs and the double meanings and things of that nature, do you think now, since everyone is more soft, I guess I want to say, do you think we take things a little too far as far as taking things apart? Meaning, movies, um, like movies from the 70s and 80s, like movies like Airplane or movies like Blazing Saddles, to music, oh, Baby is Cold Outside. Do, do you think that people take it too far, looking to punish things that were generational? Do you think they kind of gone too far with that? I will let Dakota answer this first. Dakota? The part, the part that I have an issue with is trying to cancel people that are dead and gone. Like Gene Wilder, plenty of people have tried tried to slander Gene Wilder after his passing. What do you have to gain from running his name, like like pulling his name through the mud? Nothing, nothing. You get your fifteen seconds of fame on Twitter, and that's it. That's it. You you are destroying somebody's somebody's legacy for an author to come, or just in general that we we dissect every little thing that we see now because. We were so ignorant for the longest time, but now that we're... I'm going to say the word, everybody. I'm going to say the word, okay? Now that oh, we're... Oh, dear Lord. Woke. Oh, God. Now, now that we I have awoken, apparently... Listen, okay? I didn't invent the word, okay? It just exists, and it's how we've become. Since I'm going to stab you at my keys, though. I'll headbutt you. Um, it's gender equality. I'm just equality. shaking with the magnet. It's 2024. Okay. I'm an equal opportunity ass whooper. Um, Bring it. You haven't brought it yet. Bring it. Becky, we're not doing this right now. It is not going to be WWE. It is not Monday Night Raw, okay? It is Wednesday night, and we are here to do a job. I'm not getting paid, so... Not yet. <laughs> anyway, um... Since we've arrived at woke culture, we have shed our... Yes. Yes, and you should know plenty about that. Actually, and just kids, them actually materializing just the, that. Sorry, go ahead. Hold on, hold on. Ashley just put in the chat Monday Night Raw, another term for date night. This is how you have morning sickness, Ashley, with ten kids that you're throwing up. It, they're just materializing out of there like Stargate at this point. It just. Oh, mm. <laughs> she's lactating. Anyhow, Dakota, I'll finish saying what you were saying. <laughs> oh, what the hell. Oh my god. Um, so yeah, since we've shed our blissful ignorance and have started unpacking everything around us, and it gives us a lot to talk about, and we just tear down anyone we can because, because, we, because we can, because we have access to information, and not all of it is true. Thank you, internet. And um, we just... We just we just throw shit at the wall until it sticks. Okay, and and I can agree with I can agree with that to an extent. Um, so I will use the the Blazing Saddles um, uh, movie movie trope. People, oh, hold up! I didn't get to say my piece. A lot of white women in. <laughs> Becky, by all means, <laughs> by all means, Becky, your turn. Uh, I will go after you. 
for you who don't know, Blazing Saddles is based off when slavery was just starting to become a thing of the past. And the KKK was really important in this movie. And a black man says, where are all the white women at? To cause a diversion. <laughs> um, anyways, I think to a degree, it's gone too far. But at the same time, I think in certain contexts, it depends on the person you're talking to. I think some people, it can be a learning experience. Like... I think it's important for us to be able to look back at movies and see where racial controversies were or sexist or phobias and whatnot. I think it's important for us to see that sometimes. I also think it's really important that if you're going to dissect a movie that is well past your generation, you have to understand what the culture was like. You don't have to agree with it. I don't have to agree with the fact that Dakota's got a bigger ass than I ever will. But I gotta live with it. Zane. But, <laughs> but I think it's just one of those things where it depends. You're way too late for that one, buddy. Sorry. God, you're... Never mind. That Your ass is, like, holding you back right now, my guy. <clears throat> Anyways... I think it really just comes down to being willing to learn about the times back then. See where things were. See why it was okay and why it was kind of normalized back then. It doesn't mean we have to agree with it. It doesn't mean that we can let somebody walk around with blackface on in 2024. But... I don't think it's something worth canceling people over. As long as these people have grown and matured as individuals and grown with the times, don't cancel somebody over it. And don't erase history. Like, that's a big thing. Like, that's part of the fall of the Roman Empire. They burned books. They destroyed history. Don't destroy history. We're just going to repeat it. But we can look back. We can see things and go yeah I can agree with that or well, I can see how that's wrong but don't destroy it don't erase it that's like banning books it's just it's not good mm. that is my piece alright mine is, is mine is a two parter one part is selective rage selective outrage and what that is is you can excuse one thing by canceling it, whereas you cannot excuse another thing. So meaning, the culture of, I'm going I'm to go way back here, just bear with me and people get mad, the swastika. Back then, in that particular culture, it stood for something that was accepted. In today's culture, it's not accepted. A movie, American Pie, highly sexual. Back then, for that culture, it was accepted. 2023-24 is not accepted. It's very, it's very nitpicky for people to pick and choose what they can accept, what they can ban, what they can cancel, and, and what they can let through. Blazing Saddles, for that culture, was an iconic movie. Just because, Dakota says, with white women at, our generation will laugh at it. Versus this generation will go, what are you talking about? You can't say that. Stuff like that. And a comedian, Bill Burr, talked about the old man from Duck Dynasty. Um, and I'll ask the room, have you guys heard about that? No. Okay. I never watched Duck Dynasty. Never cared for it. Well, me neither. So basically, in a nutshell, the, the Duck Dynasty people, they invented, they invented a much better version of, of the Duck Call. Now, if I'm wrong, people, it's okay. And they interviewed the old man. And he said some things that were heavily frowned upon in this generation. Not thinking when he was growing up, the N-word was normal. The F-word was normal. So he spoke his mind. And he was quote-unquote canceled for it. And in his, his defense, he wasn't even aware that he was doing anything wrong because that was part of his culture. And the show lost viewers and people were just so happy that he got, quote-unquote, in trouble for speaking his generational mind. 
So, you know, where does, so, so where does this stop? I mean, will we be penalized as we get older for the things that we listen to or the movies that we watched? Because if you think about it, you know, maybe the next generation of kids will be mad at Becky because she listens, because she listened to WAP back then. And now, and now she's been canceled in this, and because everybody's offended and butthurt. Or, I just want it on record. I pick on WAP. Anytime my wife puts it on, on the radio, I do my own rap, and she instantly changes the station or the song. Just oh. putting that out there. I hate it. Gotcha. Or does any kind of rap music that Ashley's 10 kids might listen to when they go to school, and the teacher may pick on them for that? You know, because, you know, by that, well, she might have 15 kids by that time. But, you know, but you understand what I'm saying. Um, so it all goes back to you, Dakota. You know, do you do you think that I each generation think has the difference with all that is my biggest thing and I guess it's because I work in an electronics department. She just totally bypassed Dakota. Is the older generation not willing to learn and grow and they're just set in their ways. Like there's no way that man did not know that those words were not okay to say. You grow with the times. I think that if people want to hold somebody accountable, hold somebody accountable who's not growing, who's not growing with society, who's not growing as a person. Now, if somebody has grown as a person and they can admit, yeah, back then it was effective, I would never do that now. I see how that's wrong. And I've changed my speech pattern. I've changed the way how I talk because of the fact that I know times change. That's different than just going, well, back in my day, this was how things were, and I'm just going to stick to it because I don't want to change. This is what I'm comfortable with. That's, that's a cop-out excuse. That's like saying, this is just who I am, and I'm not changing. That's a red flag, and that's a cop-out. But you'd be surprised to where people do that to this day. Now, granted, I'm not defending him, you know, because, you know. Why because, am I hearing because feedback of his... like somebody's listening to something? No. Yeah. I'm, I'm good on this side. Uh, no, I'm not defending him for his views and opinions, but those are his views and opinions. And it still reigns true to this day that even myself, Dakota, you, Ashley, a certain part of us are stuck in our ways because it was something we've been accustomed to for the longest time. This is why we have this discussion to where we don't understand why certain things are being canceled because technically they're really no big deal. So, I mean, it all, I mean, all kind of goes in full circle about that. Um, I'll let you respond, but I'm just curious to hear what Dakota's thoughts are. I think Dakota's speechless. No, no, not, not for this one. I, as far as generational gaps go for what is and what is not acceptable, Chloe and I have this discussion quite often because an excuse I used to make for my own parents even was that, um, it was, it was different back then. They don't know what they're saying, but Becky said, you learn and grow with times. So if you aren't willing to view, you know, the world as it's changing and grow with it, then you shouldn't, you shouldn't try and you shouldn't try and justify it. You should either, you, if you don't have no, anything nice to say, then don't say anything at all is, is what is, is 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 how is is how I is how I view it. You know, if you can't be supportive or if you don't necessarily agree with somebody, then what's the point in bringing them down? What's the point in using slur? What's the point in you know making them hurt just because of your ignorance? And I agree with you to a point, but it's reality talking. That's just the way things are reality wise. Some people chooses you know choose to stay in their little bubble we all do and so i can respectfully disagree with you to a point on that and i'll switch it back over to becky i think being in a bubble we can all be in a bubble to a certain degree but there are terms that people language changes it has evolved. It will continue to evolve. And I think it's important that us as human beings 
we accept that things are going to change and try to understand where things are going. Like, for example, going back to the Duck Dynasty guy, he knew full well, and you can't tell me he lived in that much of a bubble where he didn't realize that saying the N-word and the gay slur was not accepted, was not okay. To me, that's a cop out bullshit excuse. Um, and I think that's kind of the important thing about kind of like these conversations where, Adrian, you're a little bit older than Dakota and I here. And we're having conversations with you and you're having conversations with us. I think that it's important for us to continue to build relationships with generations that are older and younger than us and not just stay in a bubble. Like, yes, are we in a bubble to a degree? Yeah, I live in upstate New York. I live in Whitewash County. You see a, anyone of a different skin tone and you're like, oh my God, it's an exotic animal. No. I'm being I'm no I'm speaking facts right now because terminology terminology Becky please I, what I'm saying is it is a culture shock for me when I go someplace like New Jersey and I'm around people of all different skin colors all different backgrounds it is a culture shock for me and I'm very uncomfortable and I think that's important. It's like we put ourselves in uncomfortable situations. It's uncomfortable for me sometimes to speak to somebody younger than me because I'm like, what the hell are you saying? But once you get into a deeper conversation with them and you learn about how the world is through their eyes, through their experiences, and then you share the world through your eyes and your experiences, it helps both parties grow. So if you're only talking to people who are in your little hick town, who are your age in your job field, yeah, you're in a bubble and you're shooting yourself in the foot, you're not gonna grow. And I think that as humans, we need to. Yeah, and once again, you're not lying. Absolutely not. Yeah, I'm just playing devil's advocate on, on, on the other side of the fence because some people, they don't grow. Some people, they stay in their bubble, whether it be right or wrong. And, of course, we are adult enough to have these conversations, uh, whether we agree or disagree. But the cold hard fact is sometimes it's just reality that talks. It's neither fish nor fowl. Um, you know, so we will have those people that are stuck in their ways and not wanting to change or not use birth control, Ashley, with her 10 kids. And just the weirdest things but it's all you know just who we are as people i'm having a great time poking fun at ashley because she can't respond i love it yeah. and i agree but i think that's the beauty of like free will and stuff is when i have to deal with somebody who is stuck in their ways they are not going to change they're like and they admit that they don't want to change i am especially at my job where they're like, I don't want to do this. You do this. I don't understand. I never, blah, 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 blah. Every excuse in the book. I just kind of look at them like, I'm going to do the bare minimum for you. But when there's somebody of like, for example, an older person. Now I say older because for me, if you're old, you're stuck in your ways. You just are like, I'm ignorant and I'm not gonna try and learn. I don't wanna learn. This is, I was born in this hole, I'm gonna die in this hole. Older is somebody who's like, times are changing and I'm trying to catch up. I'm trying to stay with it. I'm just having a very hard time. I don't mind helping those people who want to learn, who want to do better. And then it's the old people who are like, shoving their cell phones in my faces and going, why isn't this doing what I want? And I'm like trying to explain to them, they're telling me to do it. Maybe it's how I grew up. Maybe it's just who I am as a person. I don't know. But the people who don't want to change can stay in their little bubble. I'm going to stay in the ocean. <laughs> Couldn't have said it better myself. 
So, um, so before we get too deep into the woods here, because I know this is a, a, a definitely a topic. Wow, that's racist. Uh, think of it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, see, see, Dakota didn't say anything. Talking thick, he says nothing. Um, <laughs> any other topics we want to want to discuss before we before we close up shop? This hour has gone by extremely fast. It really has, Dakota. Do you have anything? Time flies when you're having fun, kids. Um, so, popular theory about um, a show I loved as a child, um, Ed, Ed, and Eddie—they're all dead. Oh my god, I've heard about that. So, Dakota, give the audience an explanation of Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Essentially, it's three friends. You have Ed, who is dim-witted but strong as hell. Um, Ed, with two Ds, they call him Double D on the show, call him Sockhead because he wears um, a beanie at all times, is very intelligent and soft-spoken. You, you would refer to him in the modern age as a nerd, a geek, or quite possibly a simp or an incel. Past episodes, guys. Get caught up. Watch them. Um, and <laughs> yep. And that Eddie is the fast-talking, the easiest way I know how to put it is a New York City gangster from the 40s and 50s. See, you know? I would describe him as a used car salesman. I would as well. I would as well. I would as well. Synonymous. Synonymous. But, but carry on. So, the reason that that we assume they're all dead is because none of them have a normal colored tongue except for the Kanker sisters. And the reason being for that is that the theory behind them is that they are gatekeepers. The reason why they can never get ahead or the reason why some of their plans fail is because of them. But there is a there's a few videos on the theory itself throughout YouTube that describes the previous lives of the kids before before they wound up where they are and I honestly think there might be some legitimate truth behind it, just based on the fact that we never see their parents. Not once. We see Eddie's older brother, who could be could be easily easily um easily uh I can't think of the word, but synonymous with the devil. He's basically the devil of the realm because he's he's not good for Eddie. He's just he's a deadbeat essentially. He's Another one of the lost souls cruising around. And then in the newer episodes before the show was canceled, they had school, but you never saw any teachers. You never saw a single adult within the show. I can agree with that. And that kind of makes me think of another theory, which is SpongeBob SquarePants. Are we ready for this? It was not supposed to be a kid's show. Really? Do tell. Bikini Bottom, Sandy Cheeks, The Krusty Crab, Chum Bucket, Krusty Crabs. Again, I'm going back to crabs. Mr. Crabs, they are all very heavily sexual innuendos. Mm, uh, how, how so? So, Sandy Cheeks. You get sand between your cheeks. Krusty Krab. What's another term? <laughs> I have to remember we're all adults here and people probably listening are adults. Krusty Krab is also a term for crabs. Like you've got crabs on your genitals, on your lower bits. Mr. Krabs is the leader of the crabs. Um, SpongeBob <laughs> and Patrick were supposed to be gay lovers that was a big thing um squidward is just well squidward like <clears throat> there's just a lot of sexual innuendos with it like bikini bottom like that is it's pretty much talking about like the woman's bottom area and between and everything like they're STD jokes thrown into it all the time. 
I, I never really thought of it that way. But see, now I have to go back and take a look at this um, because I know um, Ashley's a big SpongeBob fan, so I, I love to I would love to hear her take on it. Oh wait, she can't talk. Never mind. Um, you guys know about the Friends theory? Do tell. So the Friends theory is now I'm going to butcher some names here because I never watched the show. Um, all of the friends are actually in psych wards. Each of their apartments are their, are, are their little room because very rarely they go anywhere except that when they go to the cafe, which is a lunchroom. And each of them, uh, of course, each of them represent something that's um, um, like a, 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 a mental health disorder. So like, say, for example, Phoebe's a narcissist. Or Chandler is a sociopath. They each represent some mental deficiency. And they're all locked up. So the show chronicles them lost in their heads the whole time. You can kind of see that in like the season finale when they finally do go out into the world and stuff. Could be them being released and moving on with their lives and getting better. Yep. Yeah, so this was it's one of the more wackier theories you know, that we heard about in television shows. And uh, we can definitely go about this um, all night long. But um, I have to be the moderator. I have to close the show. But before I do, does any one of our lovely people have any last words, any last thoughts? Sexual innuendos can be found anywhere. You just got to look hard enough sometimes because they're... <laughs> Giggity. Some of them are very large. Sometimes it's hard to see them coming. <laughs> Just like a blind prostitute. <laughs> wow. Just wow. And when we get canceled in 2024, we have Dakota <laughs> to thank. It'll be all my fault, and I'll be so sorry. No, you won't. Yeah, yeah I will. Feel terrible. No, you wouldn't. You, you would be like, that was funny. I don't care what people say. Contrary to popular belief, Becky, I do value other people's opinions. No, I know you do, but, like, deep in your cold, <laughs> empty heart, because let's admit, we're all a little heartless on the show. That little pause she I... did, deep inside your heart. <laughs> I, I had to be mature with this. I think a small, small part of you would get some joy out of going, I did that. I was the final straw. I know I would. Of course. There there are some people's ships I would like to sink and watch burn. This is not one of them. That's just <laughs> So uh, we'll start with Dakota. People want to find you, Dakota. Where will they go? You're going to go to YouTube as well as TikTok, and you are going to look up Coda1996 to see me make an absolute fool of myself and work on some cool cars. Nice. And uh, if they want to find Big Time Bex, where can they go to uh, find you? You cannot find me. I do not exist. But if you want to shoot me an email, it's raccoonrabbit695 at gmail.com. That is the only way you can get a hold of me. You try and find me anywhere else. Yeah, yeah, I ain't gonna. Sorry. And what about you, Adrian? And of course, you can find me and this show under walkerac76.podbean.com. That's walkerac76.podbean.com. And of course, you can find this show on any of the free apps that are out there, wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. And of course, coming up soon, we certainly have a whole lot of stuff going on. Just uh, be prepared, folks, is be prepared. And also, before we go, you know, we always end the show with a joke from uh, Ashley. So it's it does seem kind of weird. We can't end it with her doing that. Are you sure she can't squeak out some sort of dad joke for us? If anything, I can look it up real quick. <laughs> <clears throat> Let's see here. What can I find that would maybe make Ashley roll her eyes? I think she's been rolling her eyes the whole entire time, but she's doing that because she's tired. You know, with, with all the children, she has, she, she, all the children she needs to take care of and, and, and feed and everything. So, I mean, 
Um, our thoughts and prayers are out to you, and uh, we do wish for a speedy recovery, and you come back to us soon enough. All right. So, in honor of Ashley, I found the worst dad joke I can find. Bring it on. Are we ready? Who boy, I'm ready. How do you make an egg roll? You huh. push it. Wow. That was... Yeah, that was bad. <laughs> all right, all right, I got one more. Oh, I got one, one, one more? more? Okay, okay, fine. All right, what do you call a pile of cats? What? Emmy Outen. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, we're done. Okay, good, good night, everyone. <laughs>